eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with hogsports.com. That's H-A-W-G-Sports.com. Today on the show, we're going to talk a lot about what's going on with the Razorback Athletics as it pertains to the pandemic. Uh, Arkansas Athletic Director Hunter Juracek just said that they plan to open all the athletic venues in full capacity. That's the plan, the hope, the dream, but that's what they're preparing for right now. We're going to get into that as long, uh, along with some other things uh, as it pertains to what Hunter Juracek said. Danny West is also going to join us. Your questions as well. All that and more on Hawksburg Live. As always, I want to remind you there's plenty of ways to watch and listen. You can always view us on Facebook Live. Live. Be sure to subscribe, or excuse me, to be sure to follow the page if you haven't done so already. We're almost at 80,000 followers and would love to hit that mark. Also available on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to the channel. Hit the notifications bell so you're notified anytime we upload a new video. And throw us a uh, thumbs up if you like the content on both Facebook Live and YouTube. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please throw us a five-star review if you like the content. And if you want, leave us a review, say something nice. Also available Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere else you can think of to find your favorite podcast. Right now, hogsports.com is 75% off. Okay, this is the best one that we do. This is our biggest deal. We've run it a couple of times. It's been a huge success. So we're bringing it back right now. 75% off at hogsports.com. What that breaks down to is seven cents a day, 52 cents a week, 224 a month, and build at just $26.85 for the entire year. You can go to hogsports.com. You'll see the article on the front page. You can click that or you can just click join at the top right. There's no promo code or anything, but we promise you, you're going to want this when football season opens up and it's looking like it's starting to do that. So, Subscribe if you like the content that we do on Hog Sports Live, if you like what we do on Drive Time, Out of Bounds, all the other things that we do for free. You're going to love what we have behind the curtain if you haven't tried yet, and now is a great time to do it. Okay. Appreciate y'all bearing with me. Obviously, the reason we do these shows is so we can promote the website. So Arkansas preparing for full capacity in Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium, 76,000. I think this is interesting because just recently Iowa State mentioned that they are going to open at half capacity. they got a 61,000-seat stadium. They're going to open at 30,000. That's still not going to be like six feet apart from each other. It's just one person removed everywhere. But your check is saying they're going to open at 76,000-seat capacity if they can get that many in there. They've got 30,000 season tickets sold, 31,000, and – they're not going to be selling for now single game tickets because they don't want to run into a situation. So they're not just like we're full bore ahead. 
it's going to be full capacity because they're also, you know, they don't want to have to go back and refund a bunch of single game tickets. So they're not selling those just yet, but there's still a long time till football season. Things right now are going at a good pace in terms of, you know, there's been not just the medical community with, you know, some drugs that are, you know, working, knowing more about the, the, the virus and all those types of things. And also with, you know, economy-wise, things slowly opening up and still moving forward in that direction, and hopefully that'll continue. And if it does, then I think we see a point where um, they are able to open. Now, they're not going to be testing fans as they enter the stadium or the arena, Bud Walton Arena or wherever. They're not – because, I mean, in September – Hunter Yurichek made a good point here. In September, you might walk a half a mile to the football stadium, and it's September, you know – Whenever the, you know, there, I guess there's a couple, a few games in September in Fayetteville, but, uh, you know, you might be a little flushed. They're looking for temperatures that are 100.4 degrees. So, and they're not going to be testing everybody as they come in and out of the stadium. And I thought he made a good point, you know, in saying at the end also, a student athlete is going to test positive for coronavirus. You know, this is, it's part of opening up. You're still going to have, it's not like, we're going to stop everybody from getting coronavirus, but they're going to mitigate it as much as possible. We're going to take the proper steps. As far as athletes returning to campus, um, that's the 8th, June 8th. They're going to have to undergo a, a, a rigorous uh, physical. And they're not going to be just like testing everybody. You know, they're going to do, you know, temperature checks and things like that. But um, they are going to do daily screenings, you're gonna to have to clean. You're you're, you're gonna sanitize stuff every morning, every night. Um, the athletes are gonna be in charge of sanitizing their own stuff, but also they can only work out in groups of 16. Now this is beneficial for Arkansas. You can only have 16 people in the weight room at a time, but it's beneficial for Arkansas because they've got two floors. They've got a top weight room and a bottom weight room. So you could have 16 in the bottom, 16 in the top, and I guess you'd be good. So maybe that'll make scheduling a little bit easier. If it's me, I'm taking my top 16 defenders, my take, my top 16 offensive players, and working them out together because afterwards, you know, after you're doing voluntary workouts with, you know, the strength and conditioning staff, not the coaches and stuff, but after you're doing those, then you can go and do stuff on your own if you want. You know, you could get – I guess 11 guys out there or just do pass Skelly and actually go through some of the stuff that you've worked on from a textbook standpoint with the zoom meetings and stuff while you've been away. And there's nothing to stop the players from getting together with a ball and, and practicing. Now your check seems to think and Barry Odom and Kendall Browse and Sam Pittman all asked them at different points, asked all of them this question. And they all think that they are going to get a football at some point, probably in July. So they'll be able to go some things since they did miss the entirety of the spring. Now that doesn't mean they go full pads. It doesn't mean they wear helmets even, but just at least to get a ball out there and run through some stuff. I wouldn't be opposed to letting them have a helmet. I mean, that's not a big deal. But since they did miss spring, let them do some stuff like that. You don't want to do too much on them because you don't want to have, you know, mid-July, you start having these workouts. And then August 4th or 5th, whatever Gerichek said, uh, when you start August camp, you know, then you go through that and then you're just completely burned out. That's not how football works anymore. They don't, they don't do it that way. They try to keep you healthy going into the season. There'll be other things, you know, wearing masks when you come in and out of the facility, all of those types of things. So, 
It also is going to impact recruiting, or excuse me, I should get to this first before we get to future recruits. Let's get to the current incoming 2020 class. So all the freshmen who have not enrolled early and all the players who aren't transfers, so all the freshmen who would be entering their first semester of college, they're going to delay their enrollment until the 29th. So June 29th for freshmen uh, to arrive. Now that's not across the SEC. That is Hunter Juracek's decision just based on, you know, his experience and having sons also, you know, you don't want to, do you want to just bring the freshmen in and they've got all this other stuff they've got to adjust to and college life and all this stuff. So they're going to delay that a little bit with the freshman enrollees till the 29th. Now, as far as recruiting, they have extended the dead period again to July 31st. It was supposed to expire June 30th, which I thought that date initially was excessive. And now July 31st. So they basically wiped out all of spring recruiting. And obviously you had to do that. But also all of summer recruiting has been wiped out. Not, I, I should say, not recruiting, but on in person, face-to-face. And I think for Sam Pittman, and Arkansas, this hurts them a little bit more than it does some other schools because one of the reasons Pittman is here is because of his ability to build relationships. And that's something I think that it was lacking with Chad Morris. And so, you know, you tend to go in a complete opposite direction with Sam Pittman. That's, that's obvious. So his ability to get face-to-face with somebody and just bring them in, you know, that's, that's lost a little bit. You've always had a little bit for Arkansas needing to get on campus because, you know, people are farther away. And even though the same stigmas reach across the southeast, <laughs> you know, you always hear that Arkansas is some kind of special backwards place from these other places. And they get here and they're like, oh. So you've always had that, that undersell, over-deliver aspect of Fayetteville and the University of Arkansas. Athletes are just farther away. That's the only – thing with Arkansas that is the only problem with Arkansas you know I hear all kinds of people talk about Arkansas will never recover and and you know it'll take them 10 years to get out of this hole and stuff the only problem with the University of Arkansas is their talent isn't within a two-hour window it's it's a little farther away it's five and a half six hours maybe farther than that Uh, so that's kind of been I guess the problem with Arkansas but when you look at Beautiful campus, beautiful area, um, first-class facilities in all sports, probably across the board in all sports, the best in the SEC. Across all sports, all 19 sports, Arkansas has the best facilities probably in the SEC. Um, there's nothing left wanting with that stadium anymore, the football stadium. It's one of the t- 25 largest in college football, 76,000 seats. Nobody's saying, as I've said before, hey, we need a bunch of money. Uh, to build this facility because we're lacking here or there. I don't want to repeat myself because I just talked about that, but it's amazing people's uh, idea of Arkansas and really the only negative, and every school has a negative, but the only one for Arkansas is the talent uh, that they recruit isn't right next door, which is a big one. Let's not say it's not. It is. A lot of good stuff from Hunter Juracek and a lot of stuff uh, uh, coming out today also. Let's see. All right. We're going to get to Danny West here in just a little bit. ESPN, how long have I gone? 
ESPN released its toughest schedules per the ESPN FPI. They have Arkansas as fifth. You can go read that at hogsports.com. I, I'll tell you who's ahead of them. South Carolina, who I think has the toughest schedule in the country for the second year in a row. But they've got them at four. Penn State at three. Michigan State at two. Maryland at one. Now, to me, based on what I see, South Carolina's one, Arkansas's two. Toughest schedules. That's what I see. But you can read that in depth. CBS Sports also predicts every SEC team's wins and losses in 2020. They were not as kind to Arkansas as ESPN now. CBS Sports also, my parent company, or I guess the parent company of 24-7 Sports, but they also rank Sam Pittman 65th out of 65 Power 5 head coaches, which is an easy spot to put him in. He doesn't have any head coaching experience. He's taking over a 4-20 program. I get it. But that's the last time you'll see him last. But they also predicted every SEC team's wins and losses. And for Arkansas, they had them at three and three, or excuse me, three, three and three, three and nine, and uh, 0 and eight in the SEC. So winning three non conference games, losing to Notre Dame, and losing every SEC game again. That's not going to happen. Not going to happen. I'm on record saying Arkansas will win at least one SEC game. I think they could win as many as two. Now, ESPN FPI has Arkansas going. Five and seven to winning as many as seven games. Okay, so five and seven to seven and five. So they think that Arkansas has a chance to win a bowl game, and they have Arkansas with four games that they've got at least a forty percent chance of winning um, that are in the um, that are in the SEC play. Okay. We're going to go ahead and get to Danny here. Where is my graphic? There it is. I just got to remind you guys one more time, 75% off before we get to Danny. Again, that equals seven cents a day, 52 cents a week, 224 a month and build at just $26 and 85 cents. If you go to hogsworths.com right now, you will see, the banner ad, and you can just click on that. There's no promo code or anything. Just sign up, and you'll get the deal. It's a great offer. Or you can do $1 for your first month if you choose to go that way. Let's get to Danny. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, buddy. Hey, Danny. How you doing, man? Pretty good. Pretty so, good. Uh, just talking to some kids. What's going on today? 
Well, I was just telling everybody about the 75% off offer that we're doing at Hog Sports and why they should sign up. And most of your content that you provide is VIP, the recruiting scoop, and uh, really painting the big picture for everybody. So I was just promoting that and I uh, think it's a great offer. It's, a bit, it's the best offer that we do. We've done it a couple of other times and it always ends up uh, always ends up doing very well. So hopefully that'll happen again. So, uh, Danny, you've uh, you recently uh, answered a mailbag, uh, just several questions, and there's a lot of other things going on in recruiting. I'll just kind of let you take it and just tell us uh, some of the latest stuff and what people can expect to read at hogsports.com. Yeah, well, the latest is a new offer that went out to a JUCO linebacker last night. Uh, I, I think we're saying Kavon, could be Kevin, it's K-E-V-O-N, Cloyd out of uh, Jones College down in Mississippi. So 6'2", 215. We know, Trey, that they're taking two linebackers in this class. They had a really big haul last year at linebacker, as people know. I think they – well, we'll see what – you know, Cottrell Wallace, that whole deal, but at least five guys, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a pretty deep class there. But this year you, you've already got Marco Avant on board, the in-state guy, and – uh now it looks like they're going to want an older guy for that second spot. So they offered this one last night. Really no surprise. He's already got Arizona, East Carolina, a few others there. I think Monroe, Southern Miss, and the like. But, uh, you know, just looking at his profile, you would assume Arkansas uh, might might be off to a good start here and being one of the early, you know, the first SEC-type offer for this guy. So maybe one to keep an eye on there. Outside of that, it's been relatively slow in terms of new offers. In fact, I think there's only been – he was the second one in about eight days here. So not a ton of new offers, still doing a lot of virtual tours. I actually talked to Cameron Ball last night, a big defensive tackle out of Atlanta, and uh, he was telling me he's done multiple virtual tours with the staff already. So a lot of that going on. And as you mentioned earlier, you know, the recruiting dead period now extended again. I don't think that's a good deal for Arkansas at all. But, um, you know, they're just they're doing the best they can, man. And, and, you know, in general, as a a general thought here, I think for the most part, everybody's got their eyes set on June 8th. Uh, Not only because obviously the players return to campus, but got a big uh, potential big commitment coming that day. With Rocket Sanders, he's got a top five of Arkansas, Oklahoma, uh, Florida State, South Carolina, and Missouri. He's six two, two ten, athlete out of Rockledge, Florida. Who Arkansas is recruiting as a wide receiver, so I think everybody's excited to see what happens there. Obviously, Justin Stepps offered sixty five wide receivers. <laughs> yeah, he needs to put out a few more. I mean, usually, like, you offer 10 for every one, right? If you sure. if you need one wide receiver, you <laughs> offer 10. So, you need six wide receivers? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about six, but I do think there's potential for four yeah. this year. I mean, yeah. you think about the guys they've lost with uh, Dion and Jordan, TQ now. Um, so, you've lost a few, so that should help him. thing with wide receivers, though, Danny, you know, there's – that's the the most four stars. There's more wide receiver talent probably than at any other position. Um, I don't know. I guess it's, I don't know why that is exactly, but it just seems like there are, there are an abundance of wide receivers. So maybe you're not like pinned down as as much on like this is my guy or these are my guys. You know where sure. you could have maybe a little broader. So maybe that's why you see more than 
than 10 offers for every one spot. And take nothing away from Steph. He's a great evaluator, but I would argue wide receiver is a little bit easier position to identify early. Yes. Uh, you know, as a as a sophomore. It's true. And we see a lot of that. Some of these 2021 offers that Steph has, he put out two years ago. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not like just a run of 65 offers, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, he's been on some of these guys for a long time now. Danny West joining us, HAWGsports.com. So, I didn't want to go over all your mailbag stuff, but Keetron Jackson is a guy that we've talked about a lot. So I wanted to answer this one question. What's the what's the timeline for him, and where does Arkansas stand? I mean, he, he just released – what was it? Was it a top seven? Uh, what did Keetron have? Was it a 14? Uh, no, he had a 14. <laughs> yeah, double. That's a, a lot. Double. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't sound like a guy that's like right around the corner from committing. Yeah, but I think if you really forced him, I think he would whittle that down very quickly to about three schools. Yeah. I really do. Arkansas being one of them, TCU. And I'm not speaking for the kid. I'm not trying to. But I think TCU would be way up there. Baylor. And uh, uh, according to Gabe Brooks, and not speaking for Gabe either, but it sounds like Texas may have been slipping a little bit. Maybe some of the momentum has worn off since they uh, followed Arkansas in offering Keytron earlier this spring. But I still maintain I think Keytron uh, is really, really high on Arkansas, and I think they've, they're in position to get this guy. I really do. Uh, as far as the timeline, you know, it, it's another case where this shutdown has really, I think, hurt Arkansas in a, in a major way. They got the kid on campus March 7th, I believe. They mm-hmm. were trying to get him back again for a repeat visit. Got to get turnaround. that repeat visit. Yeah, that's always key. And sure enough, everything, um, you know, just blows up, shuts down. So had they been able to get him back on campus, say, you know, a few weeks later, a month later, I think we could be talking about eight commitments right now instead of seven. But as it stands, um, you know, this is a guy that always said, I want to do it early, I want to mm-hmm. do it in the summer. And then, of course, this happens. So I think he, he may push it back to the early fall. But then again, I think Keytron is the type that could pull the trigger at any given moment. I really do. I think that you're going to see a lot of guys back off commitments. There's 325 more commitments right now than there were this time a year ago, which is crazy to me. That's a little bit dated at this point. That's about three weeks. It probably is. Yeah, it's probably more than that. So I guess I have to go back and count them all, Danny. Thanks. Yeah. But uh, one by one. Yeah, one by one, each school. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's interesting to me that there's that many more, and I think you know some coaches and you've made a good point that you know a lot of kids are just kind of following trends. One kid says I need a top. I'm doing a top five. The next kid says I'm doing a top five, and people want to hold their spots and stuff. But I think. What we're going to end up seeing is this might end up being a bit of a silver lining for Arkansas. I mean, obviously it would have been nice to have them here uh, during the summer and the spring and stuff for Arkansas. But I think you're going to see a lot of decommitments and, you know, um, a lot of – like 80% of the commitments or 80% of the recruits signed in the early period last year. I don't think we're going to see – I think we'll see more maybe 50-50. And maybe that could benefit Arkansas a little bit if they're able to put together – a decent season where they show obvious improvement from a two win the last couple of years and uh, maybe change their perception a little bit, maybe give Sam Pittman a little bit more time to work with them if they, they do the late period. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But 
Uh, yeah, boy, you'd sure like to have. I hated to see that extended dead period again, yeah. man. I, I mean, that that's rough now. You can deal with getting through June, but it's, it just yeah. strikes me as odd that you can bring back players and not have even one unofficial visitor on yeah. campus. It's, well, I, I mean, I, I get it in the fact of you're, you're, you know, you're doing everything in phases, but, I mean, just talking about one guy. What what does the virtual visit look like? Are they just playing a video? Are they going yeah, through it like basically? Is it like... It's a it's a well produced video. Mm-hmm. In fact, Cameron Ball mentioned last night. You know, he really enjoyed the video, and uh, uh, apparently, they even take you over to the Jones Center, uh, the Jerry and Gene mm-hmm. Jones, uh, whatever we're calling that, student academic whatever center. But uh, he was really impressed with that. So I think more or less, it's basically a campus tour mm-hmm. with heavy emphasis on the uh, facilities obviously they should they should look into putting something on youtube with vr a vr yeah. virtual tour because i mean i'm sure half of these kids have vr headsets and they're not even expensive just put your phone in there <clears throat> but um they should consider doing something like that i wonder how much a vr camera is uh i, yeah. I want to ask you about one more guy danny one last guy, because this is my favorite running back. I think he's probably yours too, but um, favorite running <laughs> yeah, back yeah. that Arkansas is, is reciprocating interest from, I should say, and that's A.J. Green. What, mm-hmm. Where are things standing with him? There was a rush of crystal balls uh, headed towards Arkansas, but um, for those who don't know, 5'11", 190 pounds, a 10'38 personal best in the 100 meters. So this guy can flat out burn. He's ranked the number 111 prospect in the country on 24-7 sports. This is a running back slash cornerback, depending on where you're looking at. Arkansas likes him at running back. Uh, some others like him at, at cornerback. But this is a guy that can really fly. I mean, he's he's always at a 10-5 in the 100 meters yeah. and a 10-3-8 personal best. Again, I think Arkansas is in a great spot here. I really do. It could be just a matter of time, in my opinion. I mean, he told Steve Wilfong a couple of weeks ago, um, I want to do something soon. Mm-hmm. So having heard that, and I think there's a little bit of intel on the Oklahoma side of things. Obviously, OU has offered the in-state guy, but they want him on defense from what we hear. Mm-hmm. And A.J.'s a guy, man, you go watch his film. I don't blame him. He wants to, he wants to run the ball. Mm-hmm. Just look at him. Yeah. Uh, so Arkansas is like, heck yeah, we'll take you. And of course, they've already got Javion Hunt. I think uh, something that goes unnoticed a lot, and maybe it's my fault. I should do a, a better job of, of promoting the kid. But Keon Parker has done a great job. We all talk about Jermaine Hamilton Jordan and the job he does recruiting other guys, kind of being the bell cow of the class. Mm-hmm. Keon's a little bit more low key. But these Oklahoma kids really listen to Keon. And, uh, you know, I think that's an uh, overlooked fact there. But I think he's doing a, a really good job with A.J. And, uh, you know, if the kid wants to do something soon, I'm sticking with my Arkansas prediction. I think they've they've really placed themselves in a good spot here with Jimmy Smith recruiting him. A lot of people don't realize John Cooper yeah. Uh, takes over the state of Oklahoma. He's done a really good job there, too. Uh, kind of picking up where Barry Lonnie, you know, I think people often forget Coach Lonnie the last couple of years. He was in charge of the state of Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, he used to coast to Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah. Built uh, a lot of good uh, connections. They've there, got, so a, they've got some good connections with his staff, Danny. I mean, Brad Davis is ties to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned Jimmy Smith recruiting him, which, you know, one of the reasons you bring Jimmy in because he just comes off like he would be a great recruiter. Sam Pittman was really impressed with him. 
from his high school coaching days in Georgia, and then Coach Pittman being from Oklahoma. So, yeah, Yeah. you've got you got some strong connections there, and it's I mean we're seeing results in Oklahoma recruiting, obviously. Yeah, uh, to be honest with you, I'm a little surprised they got the two uh, that they've got this early, and and, uh, to be in this place with AJ Green, a four star. Yeah, that kind of takes me a little bit. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of surprising in my opinion. Got to get a stud running back. I mean, it's been a while. Like, our, you know, Amante Spivey, they've got some good backs. I'm not, I'm not, I don't mean to discredit anything, but usually you can tell. And, you know, four star backs are usually guys that, you know, they pan, <laughs> they pan out usually yeah. pretty good, especially five stars. And that's one reason that Oklahoma, Oklahoma's in on a five star back and another highly rated four star, but especially the five star. And I think that's one reason AJ Green is kind of being looked at by at a different position uh, for them. Devois was the last uh, four star running back for Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Devois, I want to say that was 16. Yeah. Devois didn't have a, a great career at Arkansas. Things might've turned out differently from him with a different coaching staff, but um mm-hmm. You know, he was a he was a good back. Oh yeah, solid, solid SEC back. Rakeem Boyd was a three star, I guess. Whoops. Yeah, kind of regretting that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's pretty good. Yeah. Did you see him on the cover of Athlon uh, magazine? This coming. Oh, did that come out? Uh, June second. So June whenever 2nd. that is, we're we're a few days away. But gotcha. uh, yeah, they put put Keem on the cover. Cool. Good deal. Yeah. All right, Danny. I think All we right, did buddy. it. All right, man. Yeah, Appreciate man. you. That's see you. That's Danny West. Danny does a great job with us at Hog Sports. He's been with me for, man, well over a decade, I guess now. Um, but uh, he does a great job. Best recruiting man in the business. And I don't just mean Arkansas, but really lucky to have him around here in the, in the state of Arkansas because he's one of the best in the nation. And that's very well recognized, I promise you, with people at 24-7 Sports. All right. Great, he was listening to me say all that, I guess. <laughs> all right. Danny's got some other great articles. Who could commit to Arkansas next? Runs down 10 different people. If you were on our free VIP day yesterday, we had all of our stuff, all of our content, message boards, uh, crystal balls, all that stuff was free. A couple of things before we get into your questions. Uh, Arkansas has contacted St. John's transfer LJ Figuero. I probably didn't say that right. I should have rehearsed it. I didn't. Figuero, somebody can probably correct me with a phonetic spelling. But uh, So he played under Mike Anderson last year. 6'6", 195, 14.5 points, 5.6 rebounds, 2.1 assists per game last year as a junior. So it's got to keep an eye on. Mac McClung picked Texas Tech. That was another guy Arkansas was in on. There's been no word yet on on Isaiah Joe. We know that everything's just kind of been pushed back with the NBA draft. The date to withdraw, which was June 3rd, all of that stuff. So there's been no new news on Isaiah Joe so far. Okay, last thing, Dominic Tamez, 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 uh, who was a freshman catcher last year at Arkansas, has entered the transfer portal I should say, this past season, which was obviously shortened to like 16 games. But uh, he saw action in eight games in relief of uh, Casey. So 
He has entered the transfer portal. Obviously, Arkansas has added a couple from the transfer portal at his position. So that probably had something to do with it. But he was a, a very promising recruit, number 308-ranked player uh, in the nation coming out of high school, according to Perfect Game. All right, on to your questions. Nathan Espinoza says, good afternoon, Trey. How you doing? Doing good. Doing pretty good, considering everything. I, I was real encouraged to hear the news yesterday from Hunter Juracek that they plan to have – 75,000. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know if it's practical, but the, you got to plan for stuff. There's so many people out there to be like, oh, it's going to be impossible to do this or you can't do that. You know, I want to hear some canned stuff. And if we run into roadblocks, you know, have contingency plans, but shoot for the stars on this stuff, <laughs> you know, plan for, for big things. And um, I think that's what Hunter Yurchek is doing, but I'm sure I know for a fact that, you know, contingency plans are in place, you know, things might not work out. You could have a huge outbreak, but again, things seem to be moving in the right direction. Just people be smart out there. What are you doing Lake of the Ozarks in that pool? I mean, stuff like that just drives me a little crazy. Just be smart. I will say personally, I've been to two restaurants now. I went to one earlier this week. I went to one last week, sat on the patio, but went inside for the first time earlier this week. Just went in, wore my mask, waited for my drink to come in, took my mask off. Felt pretty comfortable in there. They've got things roped off. Uh, I went to a funeral uh, for a buddy of mine, a really good friend of mine down in Texarkana. I will say everybody in Texarkana is not taking things the same way, just from what I judged. And uh, or I guess I should say not Texarkana, but on the way to Texarkana, the gas stations I stopped at, I just, nobody seems to be taking it too terribly seriously in terms of wearing masks or stuff like that. So a little bit different. But the church I went to had everything divided up, church in Texarkana, had everything separated out. We were at least seven feet away from the next closest person. Everybody in the church had masks on. Um, I thought they did a really good job. And uh, it was a it was a good service too. Okay, how many more days does Joe have to sign with an agent? So I don't I haven't seen the exact date. I looked for it, but I just see it got pushed back. So it's not June third. Josh Howard says open up the hill, Woo Pig Suey. Robert Luke says I was sending a message to have somebody watch. Appreciate you sharing that, Robert. If you haven't shared the content with somebody you think might like it. Do me a favor and share it with somebody. Just copy the link and send it to them. Hey, you might like this. If you haven't seen this, check it out. If you like it, send it to somebody else you think might like it. Jacob Botwick says, Botwinick says, I would be in favor of them opening stuff up, but my biggest fear is we're going to see an athlete get it in the middle of the game or a fan get it. Um, you mean like come down with symptoms in the middle of the game or something? But there's going to be athletes that get it. The good thing is, I say it's good, but it is, that the athletes we have seen get it, and there was like a list of 37 people in sports. I haven't seen anybody pass away from it. I mean, generally these guys are in good shape, young. I mean, I'm not saying there's not anomalies out there where young people uh, get it and don't die but because it happens, but it's very, very rare. I mean, if you're like 55 and under and no symptoms, no underlying conditions, I should say, I mean, the, the morbidity of this is like dramatically low, according to the experts. That doesn't mean go out and get sick. I did go get a antibody test. I thought that there was a chance that I would, that I would have it. 
have had it when I was in Nashville because I was by somebody for six hours who had it. No mask, six hours side by side. I, I mean, after I find out about it, you know, 10 days later, quarantine the next four days. But um, I didn't have I didn't have any antibodies. So I was kind of hoping I would. And we went to New York in February, too. So, I mean, they're like hitting areas that but no antibodies for me. Joshua Shivers says, Trey, do you think we will have more, who will have more of an impact, Traylon Smith or TJ Hammonds? Uh, I think Traylon Smith has a really good shot to have a big impact. That's nothing against TJ. I just, you know, TJ does some stuff here and there that gets himself into a little bit of trouble. And I mean, I, a new coaching staff, who knows? New fresh start, who knows? But I think Traylon Smith is going to be your two back. Jason L. Downey says, at least football is coming back. I hear you, man. I mean, hopefully we keep moving in this direction, even if it turns into no fans. I know people are watching European soccer matches with no fans, and uh, in the, but they've got fan noise piped in, which I think is kind of necessary. You're just going to hear a lot of cussing. I think Josh Pate on Outkicks – or not Outkick, but uh, – what is Josh Pate's show? Gosh, Josh, I'm sorry. Oh, man, I forgot. But anyway, Josh said uh, Josh said that he would like to hear everything that's going on for the year, but I just think you're going to hear a lot of cussing if you do that. Brady Mitchell says, so the guys can come back for workouts, but a few recruits and their parents can't visit sounds about NCAA. Yeah, I mean, again, I get like phases. We're doing this phase and this phase and this phase. None's more important than the other. This is just the order we're doing it, but we're, you know, not talking about having 200 kids up here for a junior day. Have a kid visit or a group of five kids, something like that. Randy Smith says, what's up, Trey? Ready to get past this virus crap? I hear you. Pat Graham Frick says ESPN never gives any credit to Arkansas in any sport. I mean, to be fair, Pat, they were giving more credit than CBS. CBS is the one that picked predict Arkansas three and nine, which I don't agree with. ESPN said five to seven and seven to five, max ceiling seven and five. So a little bit, a little bit different, a little more credit from ESPN, I guess. Philip Mouton says, "Woo! I bet. I hope the guys have been working out. Somebody's not going to be. I mean, we're going to get. They're going to get here, and somebody's going to kind of taking it easy the last two months. I've said before, working in a group, which I prefer working group work. I didn't used to because I just kind of like rather do my own thing. But when I work in a group, I get pushed more. I get better results, and I think that's very true with players. I, I can remember this time we went out and watched workouts, and I remember Jarius Wright just, you know." puking all over the field and I'm thinking like if you're alone working out how often are you puking are you going to push yourself to puke probably not so and I know that not, not everybody has had access to the same some people have been working out with personal trainers some people have had access to a gym but most have not had that so hopefully they maintain and can build on some things when they get back to work Dontrell Wesley says we'll win six games I wouldn't put it past my Picking five right now. I think they'll win two of the four games that, that ESPN FBI has given them a decent shot at. It's Ole Miss, Missouri, Mississippi State, and Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee and Fayetteville. Those are the four games that gives Arkansas a 40% chance or more of winning. So I think they win two of those. Get to five. Donnie A. Butts says, Arkansas will either go six and seven or seven and five in my thoughts. 
Hogs need to bring that wood, says Brian Eason. Philip Mouton says we have to get back to what got us respect, that wood. Donnie A. Buss says hit them like Steve Atwater used to. Dontrell Wesley says I agree. Philip Mouton says yes, sir, Atwater was one of my favorites. Pat Graham Frick says registered and was directed somewhere else. You mean you signed up? It might have directed you to the 24-7 Sports National page, but you can just go back to the Arkansas site, and you should be good to go, Pat. Appreciate you signing up. Dontrell Wesley says, my favorite, my fave, and played for my Broncos. Philip Mouton says, did he just go into the hall? Yeah, he did. They must uh, – did he? Or is that delayed? For some, I think he – I think we just talked about that, so I think he did go in, but it was like, why is he not in? I think. They must have forgotten D-Mac gave us a formula, bring that wood. The rest will work out for itself. Dontrell Wesley said, yes, he finally did. <laughs> it's overdue, guys. You're just having your own conversation in here. Josh Weaver says, what's our window to return to relevance? As in competing for an SEC West championship, not necessarily winning, but competing over or under three years. I say the good coaches, the really good coaches have you in three. Like everybody says, get a coach needs four or five years to rebuild a program. But the really good ones do it in three. It's about where Petrino had Arkansas and competing. Arkansas has got a long way to go. Let's just take the step forward to getting back to relevancy and competing for bowl games and threatening people, knowing, you know, making other teams be like, okay, we got to be on top of our game here versus this is a cakewalk. Let's get to that point, and then we can start talking about championships and stuff. Philip Mouton says we have to get back to getting the students at the game. Phil's studies should definitely have been increased during this pandemic. I think it was. <clears throat> We have to get back to being students of the game. Gotcha, Philip. They must have forgotten about Milton Fields, Captain Crunch. Yeah, that extended dead period is a concern, says Philip. Scott Key says, I saw where Arkansas is wanting to open to capacity and hoping we see the Hogs at Notre Dame. I do too. I don't know that I'll ever get a chance to see touchdown Jesus again aside from this game, so I'm hoping, hoping that this game – so they they have I guess full capacity or or you know lets all media in. Do we know anything about the Irish are doing the Hogs are doing for away games right now? The Notre Dame is planning to go full steam. They're planning their, they go to Dublin the week before they play Arkansas. I think they play Navy. I think I can't remember who their opponent is. I think that's it though. But they're playing in Dublin, Ireland, and they're still planning on doing that. Todd Willis says, let's play some football, Trey. Tim Campbell says, go Hogs. Philip Mouton says, go Hogs. Brian Easton says, come back, Joe, trying to win this ship. Donnie A. Butt says, dadgum, Danny West does a dadgum good job at what he does. Keep that good work, Danny. Yes, he does. Larry Brown says, go Hogs. Philip Mouton says, tell us something, Joe. I know. We're all pins and needles, Joe. Now's the time. If you want the news cycle, tell us. Donnie A. Buss says, I think Joe is coming back. I'd lean to that just because of the uncertainty of everything. Tyler Tober says, do you think, due to strength of schedule, do you think it's possible for Arkansas to gain bowl eligibility with five wins? I kind of went over the avenue of how they can get there. Win your three non-conference games. That's been uh, easier said than done the past couple of years. But win those three, not including Notre Dame, obviously. That's going to be a tough one. But win those three, and then you got four games there that you got a shot Tennessee and Fayetteville, Ole Miss and Fayetteville, Mississippi State away, or I think they would be favored to win Mississippi State if they were at home, and then Missouri and Arrowhead. Those four games are the ones that people give Arkansas a shot at, so they win half of them.
Phillips says him and Moody could be great. I think we can win. We can. I know I'm not Trey, but this is a great question. I agree. I won't live my life in fear. I'm sick of hearing about the Rona, says Scott. Donnie Butt says, okay, for do you think our secondary will get better this year, Trey, says Phillips? So I think they have a shot to. And I think it's one reason is because, you know, we can talk about all the things that Chad Morris did wrong at Arkansas, but what he did do great, I think, is recruit. And that's, you know, attributed a lot to the people on his staff also. You know, guys like Jeff Trailer, Mark Smith, Justin Stepp, of course. Those guys did a great job for Arkansas in recruiting Barry Lunny Jr. So I do – think that they will be better. I think that Monteric Brown is the best returning defensive back on the team. Really like Monteric. I think he kind of slid towards the end of last year, but I think he's got a lot of ability. Uh, I like Greg Brooks probably playing cornerback over nickel. So I think you see Greg Brooks, Devin Bush, uh, competing with Jarquez McClellan over at the left cornerback spot, if they decide to keep it that way. Uh, I think Jalen Catalan is a good bet to start at either safety or nickel. I like him at nickel. That's where I like him. Nickel, middle safety. You're going to have to learn all those spots. Joe Fouché, who played with a shoulder injury last year, hopefully that was one reason you know, he didn't excel and take a big step forward, uh, and hopefully that's better for him also. Miles Mason is another candidate. You also got Miles Slusher out of the freshman ranks. Uh, so there's some options back there in the secondary, I think, that – you know, all those guys getting a little bit older, I think you have a chance. But you also got to get a pass rush. You got to get pressure on the quarterback. It's all, you know, it all works together. So I do think that they can be better. I'm not discouraged by the front, the defensive front. I mean, especially the defensive line. Linebackers, a little bit sketchy. There's some question marks. They've got some guys with experience, but they've always just lacked depth there, you know. Um, but the defensive line – I mean, I look at it and I see Jonathan Marshall, Marcus Miller, Isaiah Nichols. I think Julius Coates could possibly move inside. Dorian Gerald, Eric Gregory, Matteo Soli, Zach Williams. I mean, that's a good young group in my opinion. Now, may not be like above average by SEC standards, but you're getting there. All right. Jacob Bottenwick says, are you ready to go to a press conference after a game without Chad Morris? <laughs> you damn right I am, Jacob. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. Maybe get some questions answered. Roger McCollum says, in your opinion, what's our quarterback depth chart? I think it starts out – I think most people would expect you start Felipe Franks. Uh, then you go with K.J. Jefferson. Maybe you have some packages for K.J. You know, K.J. is such a strong runner from a physicality standpoint that, you know, you could see him maybe some goal line stuff, working some stuff in with him. Malik Hornsby is a straight burner and maybe a four-game package for him, but I think that's one, two, three. That's how I think it'll shake out. It's nothing against John Steven or um, Lindsey or any of those guys, but that's that's kind of how I think things will shake out. Anything on the kid from Turkey? No, I don't have anything on a kid from Turkey. Jeremy Dick says, great. Again, Trey and Danny. Philip Mouton says, yeah, Greg Brooks at corner, I think, is that X factor. Philip says, yes, I agree. I think we'll be surprising to say the least. I want to remind everybody, of course, there's plenty of ways to watch and listen. You can always tune in on Facebook Live. 
where we stream the show live. Be sure to follow the page if you haven't done so already and throw us a thumbs up if you like the content. Also available on YouTube. Subscribe to that channel. Hit the notifications bell. Throw us a thumbs up if you like that as well. Also, share the content with somebody you think might like it. That's a good way for us to reach more people. So share the content, interact, comment. All of that stuff helps boost our channel. So when people search for Arkansas Razorbacks, they see our show. So it helps us out when you do that. Also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, say something nice if you like the show or throw us a five-star review and available anywhere else you can think of to find your favorite podcast. As I was mentioning, it's 75% off right now, guys. 75% off right now for hogsports.com. You're not going to beat that deal. That's the best one that we offer. It breaks down to just seven cents a day over the year, 52 cents a week, 224 a month, and billed at just $26.85 for the entire year. That's a heck of a deal. You could also sign up for one month at $1 if you choose to go that route. And the good thing about that, say you go the month, you like what you see, and then you sign up for a regular subscription. Once you're off that promo and the same deal with the year, you're eligible for CBS All Access absolutely free. It's a $99 value for free added on. So you you get all the CBS shows on demand, tons of movies, all that stuff on CBS All Access. So that's a, a really great deal too. So if you haven't done so already, highly recommend you trying us out at hawgsports.com. I want to thank all you for joining us. Appreciate you guys for making this show popular. And, uh, of course, Danny West for jumping on and providing some recruiting content. Thanks again for your questions. We're going to wrap the show up now. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com, and we'll see you next time.